Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 189 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us and today uh, we're going to take our pause from our Come Follow Me studies as always. Although this week I'm very much looking forward to, we will be beginning tomorrow our study of Doctrine and Covenants section 66, 60, what am I talking about? 76, uh, which is of course the vision. Uh, and it's actually the first vision that is recorded down that we have that Joseph Smith um, gave. It's obviously not his first vision, but it's the first vision that was recorded chronologically. The The first recording of his, his, of his original first vision uh, happened some months later in, in the year of 1832. Uh, and here uh, we're going to learn a lot. But let's talk about our Facebook group comments today. There's quite a lot this week, which is wonderful. So thank you so much for these. Um, interestingly, when I recorded last week's Monday episode, I tend to record these on a Sunday afternoon or evening whenever there is a spare moment. Uh, and Galen Anderson posted something on the Facebook page, on the Facebook group after I'd recorded that. So this is actually almost a week old, but I wanted to share it. It was great. Um, he says, your comment about worrying about about being held accountable for not teaching your children reminds me of a story from Paul H. Dunn. So if you remember, listeners, uh, last week we talked about this principle in Doctrine and Covenants 68 about parents needing to teach their children in Zion to understand the gospel. Galen Anderson continues, he, re- he related that as a young boy, he once mentioned this passage of scripture to his mother and asked her how she felt having the sins on her head if he did not turn out to be a faithful member. Her reply was that she had taught him correct principles and so that accountability was now on his head. Um, as I pointed out in my reply back, you know, I loved that. And Candice Welch uh, shared as well. Yes, I heard a good lesson about that too. Being a good parent doesn't mean that your kids are perfect. That's actually taking away their agency. It just means that you showed up as the kind of parent and person you want to be. Were you Christ-like or at least tried? Did you teach them as best as you could? Did you bring the spirit into the home as much as you could? If you've done that, the choices your children make are fully accountable by them. And I completely agree that obviously we teach our children to understand the gospel. And from that point, it's their decision and their choice. We just need to have done what we can. I also shared last Monday uh, the talk, Infuriating Unfairness by Elder Dale G. Renland from the April 21 General Com- 2021 General Conference. And uh, Candice Welch had a comment on this to share as well. She said, this talk meant a lot to me too, as I've gone through an unfair trial brought on by others' choices. I've also read the book Left to Tell about the Rwandan genocide. Her story about clinging to faith in such a horrendous situation helps me realise that God doesn't force us to do what's right, not even on a personal level between two people, but he will always guide us if we listen to him. Leaving God and not listening to the Spirit is what leads us down the path of not treating others with love and respect. Of course, genocide is on the extreme end of that spectrum, but I also believe that pornography and other things that don't treat people as human beings is also on that spectrum. Lying and taking advantage of others is also on that spectrum. Not being honest in all your dealings is also on there, but staying close to the spirit will help us love and treat others with respect. I feel like we can't control disease and natural disasters, but we can try and control the way we treat each other. Um, Really important um, sentiments, I feel. And that is um, something which, you know, I I feel very personally uh, connected to on that. Um, A little point uh, by Galen Anderson again, uh, this time about uh, the actions of Ezra Booth and Simon's Rider in section 71, which she studied at the start of last week. 
um, talking about how Simon's rider, his uh, reasons for leaving the church were more complicated than the spelling of his name. Documents in his own handwriting show that he himself was not consistent in how he spelled his name, um, worth noting. And I think that that is a very good point. I'm not sure if I mentioned in that episode whether Simon's rider left the church for other reasons other than his name being misspelled, but that's obviously the one that we often refer to. And so uh, Galen is right in pointing out that there is a number of reasons why he left. And actually on that point, uh, I don't know if I'll get round to sharing today what I've been studying or what I've been doing. Uh, and so I may leave that for next week, but I've been looking at some documents from Wilford Woodruff. Um, there is, as there was with Joseph, this Joseph Smith papers project, there's a big push right now by a number of, by a, by a group or um, organization to digitize and to transcribe the records of Wilford Woodruff. And he kept a vast amount of journals and papers and letters and things like that. And I've actually been working a little bit, bit on that as well, but I'll probably share a bit of that next week. But uh, as Galen pointed out, it, it's interesting to look back at these documents because the spelling of Wilford Woodruff is very inconsistent. And as he mentioned, Simon's Ryder spelled his own name incorrectly a number of times. Uh, and so it's an interesting uh, point to make. Um, yep. Yeah. Just looking through the Facebook posts here. And the, yeah, the other one I wanted to share was um, regarding the personal lessons we've taken about doing good things in their time, doing things that are expedient and practical, practicable. And sometimes, you know, good things that we want to do, are it's not the right time to do those things. Uh, Candice Welch uh, shared this. I've really been feeling this principle in my life lately, but never realised it was actually in the scriptures. I really liked the discussion in Follow Him about using the term feasible for practicable. And the quote by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland that said something like, God takes into account your life circumstances, physical and mental health, resources available, etc. A judgment, because he knows not everything is practicable to all people. It just really reinforced that God meets us where we're at and is accepting of any efforts we have. Um, and yeah, you know, I think that our Heavenly Father does recognise our physical limits, our mental limits and capabilities and any difficulties we have to overcome in all that we do. And I think that it's why we don't or we shouldn't have a standard which we believe that everyone must um, do in order to be the, a perfect member. Of course, there are, you know, commandments which we are which we are taught to follow, uh, things which we ought, which we all should aim to strive to do, so that we can stay clean and we can stay pure and and have the spirit in our lives. But in terms of what we do to serve, how we treat others, or how we reach out, we should obviously try our very best. But one person's best will be different to another person's best, uh, because of the physical limitations, the other commitments we have with family and things like that. Uh, our mental our mental capabilities and any difficulties we have in that area and so on and so on and so just really important messages there i think uh, and really uh, that brings us to the end of um the, the the facebook comments and i think i will leave it there because we only really have a minute or so left and i don't want to rush through anything that i've been studying alongside so i'll share what i was going to i'll save what i was going to share uh, and i'll share that for next week uh, but yes, thank you very much for listening today and uh, for the comments on Facebook. Please continue those. Obviously, you, you will have noticed it was 
particularly a particular two individuals that shared this week. And I'm so grateful for those individuals. They've really been there from the beginning uh, with this podcast when I started sharing it on Facebook and things like that. And so really appreciate their comments, but also anyone else that wishes to share their thoughts on what we've been studying, I'd love to hear more uh, on the Facebook group. Uh, I'll continue to share the posts on there and please do comment and feel free to post anything that you've been studying as well, whether it's been related to our Come Follow Me or not. Thank you very much for listening and until we meet again.